Hey everyone, this is Brandon Lyles. My wife Heidi and I pastor Living Word Northwest in Rogers, Minnesota. We hope what you're about to hear encourages you no matter what you're facing this week. We believe you'll experience Jesus wherever you're listening from right now. Enjoy the message. Are you guys ready to receive the word this morning? I hope you are. This is a church, so we like to talk about the Bible. Thank you, Marty. If you weren't here last week, welcome to our new series, TBD. Oh, Jesus, to be determined. And what a relevant topic, speaking of the economy, right? Speaking of, yeah, the economy, TBD. When's this, when's this crazy, ridiculous, terrible war going to end? TBD. Hey, what's the weather going to be like tomorrow? TBD. When are we going to get this stinking building and get out of the movie theater? TBD. How many cups of coffee are we going to need on a Monday morning? TBD. Are, are, are teenagers going to be nice to their moms on Mother's Day? TBD. For some of us. So let's start with a scripture from last week, Philippians 3.10. For my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. There's no better way to be determined in those TBD moments than to acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. That's what I want to call today's message. Acknowledge him. We're Minnesotans, right? So there's one thing we all have in common, and that is the length of winter in Minnesota is TBD. Whoa. Somebody got aggressive back there. Was that you, Amy? Wow. No, not sucky. It's to be, to be determined is what I was kind of going for, but also correct. Um, so Minnesota winters, TBD, and we've all had that experience when we are maybe picking our kids up from school or on our way home from work and it's the middle of winter and we're pulling up onto that stoplight that we pull up to all year long when we're either picking our kids up from school or we're on our way home from work and, you know, we're Minnesotans so we trust that the roads have been pre-treated before the snow even came and that the roads, they look plowed so everything's safe but we've all share that experience where you step on the brake And you continue to move forward closer to the minivan in front of you. It's always a minivan. And you say, why in God's name did I buy an SUV with such size and girth that I cannot stop at this moment as I slide into the minivan? You are going .05 miles per hour, but it seems like you're going 90 miles an hour to this slow death. And you spin the wheel and you're still going straight. And you spin the wheel the other way, and you're still going straight. And at that point in time, you acknowledge him. (laughs) Jesus. Or you acknowledge his full name, Jesus Christ. Right? I know you all know what I'm talking about. Acknowledge him. 
I feel like some of us are just scratching the surface when it comes to this Zoe life, this God kind of life, this God kind of relationship, this father kind of relationship, this Abba daddy kind of relationship that he desires for us to have. We're just scratching the surface of this safe, comfortable, warm ah, embrace that Jesus desires for all of us to experience, but not in this church. I'm telling you, it is our determined purpose that you would not just know about God or even know scriptures about God or know 10,000 sermons about God or know 10,000 preachers that preach about God, but that you would know him intimately become intimately acquainted with him we will not allow it any other way and so if you're looking for a strategized visualized hip this you know latest greatest that look at what you do do, doing and man this is not the place for you thank you (laughs) see you next week hopefully this is not the place This is the place that we come together and we see people transformed by the very thing that transformed us, which is a father that is more passionate about us than even we are about him. I want to experience Jesus. So most believers are kind of in one or two boats. One, we acknowledge Jesus when things are at their worst. Hey! Uh, put my hand down now. There's one. Okay. So there's two of us in one boat. We acknowledge Jesus when things are terrible. We're about to crash into that minivan, right? Or like when you see the flashing red lights in your rear view mirror. And your heart's like, you acknowledge Jesus. Ah, yes. Or, you know, when we've tried everything else, we acknowledge Jesus. When we've tried everything else first and we acknowledge, on day three of the silent treatment, that's when I acknowledge Jesus. Yeah. There's a second stop, boat. Stop, stop, There's a second that boat. Babe, we do not have a lot of time right now. Tre- that's processing. You don't want to hear what I'm thinking, babe. It's wisdom, wisdom. <laughs> processing and Wisdom. It's all starting to backfire on me. Not the silent treatment. Depends on who you ask, I guess. There's no talking. It is silent. Forming nicer words. Forming nicer words. John and Kay, just because you've been married for like a hundred years doesn't mean... You can say anything, right? Yeah, it does, actually. Okay, so back to what I was saying. So those are people, me and whoever raised their hand, me and you are in this boat. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I'm so sorry. Is that you, Nicholas? No, who are, I can't see you. Okay. It's hard to see back there. Okay. Or two, we acknowledge Jesus when things are at their best. Praise the Lord. My kids remembered it's Mother's Day. Oh, he's so good. We acknowledge Jesus, right, when the bills are getting paid or when we're experiencing peace in our lives instead of chaos. Of course, that's the time where a lot of us acknowledge Jesus. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, Brandon, acknowledge him. 
and he shall direct your paths. I think of Pastor Mac right now. He, you know, he loves God will do all things, right? And he'll say, say all, all things, all, all, he'll do all things according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Amen. I, I like this one where it's telling us that in our ways, we, we need to acknowledge him in all things. It's a little bit harder to be like, oh, praise the Lord, Brandon. All things. The definition of acknowledge is to recognize the rights, authority, or status of, to take notice of. So this is how Proverbs 3 would read, in all your ways, recognize his right, his authority, and his, check your status, his status, and he shall direct your paths. So what right? have we given God in our lives? What authority have we given him over our lives? What's his status in our lives? Isn't it interesting how the word of God comes alive and we just stop confessing it and actually get into it? Start experiencing it. The NLT puts Proverbs 3 like this, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Verse six, seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. So when the future is TBD, right? And we need answers. How do I know who I'm supposed to marry? How do I know which job I'm supposed to take? Uh, what am I supposed to do about this situation or that relationship? Or, you know, what, what parenting book should I use to raise my kids with? Because <laughs> there's a lot of them, right? How do we know what to seek his will? Then he will show you which path to take. So most of us go this route. In all our ways, we talk about him. <laughs> right? Right? In all our ways, all of them, we talk about him. Jesus. We listen to other people talk about him all the time. It's it's easy nowadays. Or we confess all the right things, or we quote all the right scriptures, or we, you know, sing all the right worship songs. We even hang out with all the right people. But let me tell you, there's nothing wrong with that. But acknowledging him is more than just talking. Hear me out. Acknowledging is more than just talking. It's like we read in the New Living Translation. It's seeking. It's seeking His will. It's seeking His will in all we do. And then He will tell us which path to take. Talk is cheap. You can talk about going on vacation. Or you can go on vacation. How many of you just love to talk about vacation and never go on vacation? No hands, finally. Talk is cheap. Talking about vacation versus going on vacation. Well, it's like there's nothing wrong with confessing the word, but let me tell you, confessing is talking. Seeking is going. Are you with me? So we're not seeking answers, we're seeking his will. And how do we know his will? By knowing him. How do we know him? By spending time with 
Him. I saw you move the mic there. What's up? Yeah, well, and, you know, maybe we have tried to seek the Lord first and have a heavenly perspective and see the promise instead of the problem, right? But nothing happened, (laughs) at least that we know of. Or maybe something did happen, but it was not what we asked for or hoped for, or prayed for, or expected. Or maybe after we did that, things only got worse, right? That's what always happens to us. Yeah, and so then you say, okay, I'll handle it from here on out, Lord. (laughs) She glossed over that quick. (laughs) And, and, And then we start seeking our own will in our own way naturally. Right. And we start seeking other people and things that will confirm our will in our way to make us feel better about it. Right. And eventually what happens, and we know that it was us seeking our will when these things happen, when we start feeling fatigued and exhausted, we start feeling pressure to maintain our will and our way. Mm -hmm. And when we seek the Lord and his will and his way, it only adds to our life. It never takes away. Yeah, That's why Jesus in Matthew 7, 7, he says, keep on on seeking, keep on knocking, keep leaning in, keep going. Yeah. Because spending time with him and seeking his will will always be worth it. And here's the thing too, is if we don't desire to seek him or we try and then it's just like, oh, it seems like a chore. That's that just means that we need a fresh revelation of how he actually is continually seeking after us. Yeah. Jesus is the one who is seeking us and he is searching for us and he is finding us, he's pursuing us, running after us, chasing after us. That's who he is. He is the one in Matthew 13 who bought a whole field because he discovered a treasure, one treasure. And he gave all that he had so that he could have that one treasure. That was you. Yeah. This is this is who he is. He continually seeks after us like a shepherd continually seeks after his sheep. Mm. And Ezekiel 34, 12, in the same way one shepherd seeks after, cares for, and watches over his scattered flock, so will I be the guardian of my sheep. I will be their rescuer. No matter where they have scattered, I will go to find them. I will bring them back from the places where they were scattered on that dark and cloudy day. He seeks after us because we are the love of his life. And when we seek him, not only do we find him in all that he is, but what happens is he starts to reveal why we are the costly treasure. Hmm. And when we see ourselves how he sees us, changes everything. Right. Yeah. Our perspective, does. our life, it, that is what directs our paths. Mm-hmm. So Holy Spirit, bring a fresh revelation, a fresh revelation of Jesus seeking after us, pursuing us no matter what. And in that, our hearts simply respond yeah. to seek him out. Yeah. And then he comes back and tells us what's inside of us. That's relationship. Yeah, it's acknowledging him, knowing him. I mean, if we were to go on vacation, I know your will for that vacation. I know where you'd want to go. I know where you'd want to stay, what hotel you'd want to stay in, what restaurants you'd want to go to. Why? Because I know her. 
Because I spend time with her. Duh. <laughs> okay, but then there's a, but Brandon, my life is too busy. You just, you just don't know. You just don't know. I'm taking care of my kids. I'm working. Got all these things. I'm trying to keep, trying to keep it together, <laughs> right? Me too. Last week, somebody's like, I would just love to have your job. Really? <laughs> love to have your schedule. Oh, okay. My life is too busy. Those are kind of famous last words. Sometimes that explains why our marriages suffer or why our relationships with our kids suffer. is because we're too busy. Why then our relationship with the Lord can suffer? is because we're just too busy, especially in America, especially in this technological age, especially with everything going on in the world. It's so easy to be too busy to even acknowledge him, but that's why he made this super easy way to do it. No matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, because it's not about having to stop and confess the scripture. It's not about having to stop and even pray. It's not about having to stop and go to church. That's not what he's talking about when it comes to acknowledging him. So he gave us this kind of cool way to do this. It's called not just seeking. It's, it's acknowledging. It's, it's, it's not just talking. It's going to that place in our hearts, which you can do anywhere, anytime. And yeah, we want to acknowledge him when things are good. Yes. And it's, it's good to acknowledge him when things are bad. Yes. We know we need help. We acknowledge that we need his help. Yes. When I acknowledge the Lord the most, though, actually, is those mornings where I actually get myself out of bed before the kids are awake. I go downstairs. I get my Jesus juice, coffee, right? The kids aren't up yet. And even if it's five minutes, even if it's 10 minutes, maybe it's 20 minutes, I'm not reading because I'd fall back asleep. I'm not praying because I'd fall back asleep. I'm just sitting there with my cup of coffee and acknowledging that he's there with me in the silence of that moment. Or because my life's busy like yours, despite apparently popular opinion, my life is busy on my way to work. I acknowledge Jesus. He's sitting there with me in the seat next to me. Whether I'm saying, he's, he never leaves me or never forsakes me. So whether I'm talking or not, he's there. Whether I'm praying or not, he's, I'm acknowledging that he's with me. When I tuck my kids in at night, I'm acknowledging that he's in the room with me. You know, it's in those times that give us fuel for difficult times. Yeah, right. That's good, babe. So I want to go down another level here with acknowledging Jesus into the, the, the NIV this time. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 out of the NIV says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Now, there's a word we don't like to hear. Submit. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me who I am. But here's the problem with this. When we acknowledge ourselves, then that means that we are responsible for the path that we take. Don't shout me down now, church. We are submitting to our own experience or lack thereof. We're experiencing, 
We're, we're submitting to our own wisdom or knowledge or expertise or lack thereof. When we acknowledge who we are, because I don't need someone telling me who I am or what to do. No, when we, when we submit to ourselves, then we are submitting to our ideas and our creativity, our way out of this situation, our relationship, or, or, or our ability to show love to the unlovable, or our lack thereof. But when we acknowledge him, when we seek his will, when we submit to him, then he is responsible to show us which path to take. Anybody have any questions that need answers? Any decisions that you've got to make? Anybody got anything like that? Maybe you've got a challenge and you're trying to figure out how to overcome that. Well, how is wisdom? I need the wisdom. And you can get the wisdom from a book or you can get the wisdom, hey, from a pastor or you can get the wisdom from a friend or you can get the wisdom from Jesus himself who is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. You can, have, you can acknowledge him. And when you acknowledge him, then you're inviting wisdom to come sit in the seat next to you on your way to work. And then he will direct your path. That's good. That's good. Acknowledge him. Yeah, do you want to add something? Yeah, Yeah, well, you know, when you say that he is responsible um, for taking us on the path, right? Yeah. So with Moses, he he called Moses to a certain path to go deliver the Israelites from Egypt. And so Moses did, and they're in the wilderness after a while, and the Israelites start complaining that there's nothing to eat, which sounds like our kids in the kitchen, and they're longing for Egypt. They're longing to go back to have this so-called delicious meat that they had in Egypt. They somehow forgot that Egypt was an abusive, toxic environment where they were slaves, but, you know, they just want that meat again. And Moses is so aggravated at the Israelites And he's frustrated that the Lord called him on this path with these frustrating people. And so instead of Moses fighting the people or escaping the situation or trying to make up his own plan for solving the problem, he goes straight to the Lord. And remember, Moses is, he's the one that saw the Lord, his glory, he, he spoke to the Lord face to face. He's this very holy man, right? So he says to the Lord in Numbers 11, 11 to 15, Why are you treating me, your servant, so harshly? Have mercy on me. What did I do to deserve the burden of all of these people? Did I give birth to them? Did I bring them into the world? Why did you tell me to carry them in my arms like a mother carries a nursing baby? How can I carry them to the land you swore to give their ancestors? Where am I supposed to get meat for all these people? They keep whining to me saying, give us meat to eat. I can't carry all these people by myself. The load is far too heavy. If this is how you intend to treat me, just go ahead and kill me. Do me a favor and spare me this misery. I, that's actually... Happy Mother's good, Day. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's a good t-shirt for moms. If this is how you intend to treat me, and then on the back, just go... At, no, okay. I like, your, I like your inflections there too, babe. 
Because that's when she, when she talks to our kids, very, why? Every word becomes very long and kind of sounds like a Muppet. What are you doing? I can relate to this verse. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Frog. <laughs> wow. Kermit the Frog reporting to you live. Anyway, from the swamp. so this is this is actually a beautiful example of a human surrender. Beautiful isn't the word I would use. The though. Lord. Because Moses, you know, it's okay to be human to the Lord, right? Yeah. He is not shocked or disappointed by right. our anger or our frustration. And Moses knew that because yeah. he knew the Lord. Right. He knew the Lord could handle that. I'm so glad the Lord can handle all yeah. of our, our things. Yeah. <laughs> and, Me too, babe. And, you know, okay. He didn't say to Moses, you know, I just, we're done here. <laughs> We're done, and I'm done with this day, Moses. I'm done with you, and I, I need you to calm down and think more positively before we can speak again. This is so passive-aggressive. I can't even handle it right now. The Lord, didn't, the Lord doesn't treat us that way. He is not. You don't do that. You give me the I silent treatment. <laughs> so, yeah, right? So here's the thing, though. When Moses went to the Lord, he didn't do that. He heard him and he helped him. And actually, he gave him a ton of people to surround him and support him because Moses was trying to do it by himself. Yeah. Hmm. When Moses went to the Lord, he was actually showing how he honored the the authority of God, how he honored his status how he trusted that the Lord would handle the situation. He was saying to the Lord, you called me to this place, so you are responsible to equip me Mm. to do this, to walk down this path. So That's good. That's good. I was going to read out of Isaiah 55. I'm going to jump to verse 8. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. We don't have to say a thing to acknowledge God's presence and submit to his position in our lives, no matter the situations. And let me tell you, believers are going to get mad at you because you're not confessing the word enough, right? And then unbelievers are going to get mad at you because you're staying silent. You will not be popular in this lifestyle of acknowledging him. I remember um, after my divorce, it was like I finally turned an ear to God. Wow, there is like everybody's just going off here. Let it out, you guys. Everybody just cough all at once, just... Get it all out. Get it all out. There we go. All right. Before fall, when apparently COVID's coming back or something. I don't know. Anyway. Um, all right. So I, I remember, uh, you know, I finally started acknowledging God, right? And that um, despite the storm, I noticed, I recognized that he was still in control. And once I did that, once I acknowledged that, hey, he's still here, even in this crazy time. Things started happening quickly because, right, he, he directs our paths. When we acknowledge him, he healed my heart quickly. He ordered my steps 
quickly. He brought Heidi into my life quickly. And let me tell you, there were a lot of people that had a lot to say about that. A lot of people that, you know, were, were like, uh, like worried for me, more probably worried for, for Heidi, but um, nervous, right? I was not Mr. Popular. Some people thought I was rushing, but God doesn't rush. He's got a plan in place before, well, really before the world was ever created, right? So he doesn't rush things. We're just finally acknowledging his plan. And though it seems like it was a rush for him, it's been a plan all along. He's just directing our steps on his path because we're finally acknowledging him, not running our own. So even though in the natural things were happening quickly, I could lean on the fact, Isaiah 55, 8, that his thoughts are nothing like mine. They're higher. His ways are higher. And his ways and his thoughts are nothing like anybody else's. Thank God. You're going to hear a million voices, a million texts, a million tweets, a million opinions. Everybody's going to have a say. You're not confessing enough. You're confessing too much. You're not going to church enough. You're going too much. Why aren't you saying something? Why are you keeping silent? You're going to, everybody's going to have a problem. A million voices, which one are we going to listen to? Which voice are we going to acknowledge? That's the question. And I'm so glad I acknowledged his voice because he led me one step at a time down the path of peace. I was experiencing peace. I don't care what anybody else was experiencing. I was experiencing peace and the goodness of God and the grace of God. And he led me one step at a time to this fine woman right here and I'm so glad that I acknowledged him and listened to him not everybody else because 10 years later I'm happier than I've ever been (laughs) golf clap oh let me tell you I was doing more than a golf clap when I found this lovely lady the heck was that i love this church (laughs) something just like deflated (laughs) that really stole my thunder (laughs) and i'm telling you i'd go through all that again to follow his path his plan are you kidding me his ways are higher his thoughts are higher He's thinking better about you than you're thinking about yourself right now. And his ways are higher. You may want to take the low road because it's the easy road, but he'll lift you up to the high road. The Goodyear blimp perspective. Everybody else is running around like ants. You're seeing the beginning and the end and everything in between. His ways are higher. Sometimes some of you got to do that. That's a word for somebody this morning. Get out of the middle of it and get above it. That's why we can go from one glory to the next glory. It's not so that we get, oh, more Jesus. No, it's so that we can see what Jesus is seeing and acclimate to his ways here on this earth and take his path, which is going to be easy for us. 
and light. Oh, it's not easy. Divorce isn't easy. What are you talking about? Look at my kids. This isn't easy. No, 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 no. But when you're, when you're on the, the, the heavenly plane, the heavenly perspective, not because of what you're reading or what you're speaking necessarily, more so because you're acknowledging, you're not talking, you're acknowledging, then you start to see what he sees. You see that pitiful husband of yours and you start to see him the way that God sees him. You see those teenagers and what they're in the middle of right now? You don't see that. You start to see who they are becoming, the call that God has for them. Moms, you see those little rugrats that are just, hey, mom, mom, mom. And you're like, why are you doing this like Heidi does? No, you don't see that. Yeah, I don't know what you see, moms. I'm not going to pretend to know anything that you're going through. But I'm just saying we see things from his perspective because his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts. Amen? We've got to wrap this up. A synonym for acknowledge is yield. The definition of yield is to give up and cease resistance or contention, to submit. So in all your ways, yield to him. And he will direct your paths. So we seek you, Lord. We submit to you, Lord. We yield to you, Holy Spirit, in all we do, we acknowledge you. In our parenting, in our working, in our resting, in our marriages, in our families, today, tomorrow, this week, in our callings, when things are up or down or certain or certainly uncertain, <laughs> we acknowledge you when things are TBD, we acknowledge you. We're trusting you with all of our hearts in this economy. We're trusting you with all of our hearts. We're not leaning on our own understanding. When it comes to this building that we're believing for, we're trusting you with our future. We're trusting you, and we're trusting that you will show us which paths to take. If you can, could you please stand with me this morning? I just want to pray as we close service. Father, I thank you that I don't have to lean on my own understanding when it comes to being a husband and being a father and being a pastor. I thank you, God, that we can lean on you when it comes to church and community and relationship. I thank you that you can, we can lean on you, Father, when we're not strong enough to stand on our own, when we're fighting in our bodies and we're fighting in our minds and we're fighting in our souls. We can lean on you, not on our own understanding. So this morning, this Mother's Day morning, we acknowledge you. We acknowledge you as king, as prince, as father, as daddy. We acknowledge you as our friend and our ally, our healer, our provider, Jehovah Jireh. We acknowledge you this morning, knowing that acknowledging you is, is the catalyst to experiencing not just your goodness and your blessing, but experiencing your heart this week, seeing things from your perspective this week. I thank you for, for giving us your heavenly perspective this week. Heavenly perspectives on that business deal. Heavenly perspectives on, on how you're going to parent your, your child. Heavenly perspectives. Yeah, yeah, I know a couple 
couple couples that are getting married. Heavenly perspectives on marriage. Heavenly perspective on, on relationship. Heavenly perspective on, on you, God, and just who you are to us. I thank you for that. I thank you for this amazing family that you've put in my life. This week, we choose to acknowledge you in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen to what God has put on our hearts. If you need someone to pray with you or for you, join Heidi and I Monday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook. And just know we're grateful to the Lord that he's given us this time with you. God bless.